0: Hi, beautiful. This is your host, Leslie Whitehead, and I am so excited to share this bold, brave, badass, creative woman with you. I hope our conversation inspires you not to let anything get in the way of your passion projects. I promise you, we need whatever is on your heart to create for this world. Hi, beautiful woman. I am here with founder and consciousness concierge of Alter Community, a woman-centered gathering space in Chicago. She is a lifelong learner, a mystic with an MBA, a soul collage enthusiast, which, by the way, I'm so grateful for, an impeccable space holder, a 20-year breast cancer survivor, morning person, poetry lover, Virgo sun, Sag rising, Aquarius moon, Enneagram one, manifester, INFP, Governor of Transformative Conversations, my friend and the lovely Kathy Bressler. How are
1: you? Thank you for having me.
0: I am so grateful that you are here today. I am so, so grateful. And I got to see you this week. So that was such a pleasure. We're going to talk about that. But before we get started, I do have a question for you. How young are you? I am 59 years young. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, how do you feel
1: about being fifty-nine? I feel great about being fifty-nine. Good. Actually, I mean, you know, it's a little like, hmm, I'm almost sixty, <laughs> but mostly, I feel great. I love being this age. Good, good. Do you feel
0: like they say that you know every decade is better? Do you feel that
1: way? Do you feel like fifties better than forties, better than thirties, better than twenty? I. Do actually. I mean, each one obviously has its own special sauce, but I feel like if for me, the main metric is comfort in my own skin, you know, like for sure that only gets better and better and easier and more juicy. So yeah, I love being at this age where I care a lot less about things that- (laughs) Drag me down before. (laughs) A very
0: common quote of women 50 plus is that you get the, I don't give a fuck attitude (laughs) more and more and more. And I'm sure that's true going into 60, 70, 80 for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny. I, um, I have like my consciousness concierging, I have like binders full of Articles and poems and things that I tore out in the days before we could just like clip them. And and I remember in my like probably early 40s reading an article in O Magazine about how like menopausal women feel so free and like the best time of their life. And I remember thinking at the time in the midst of like, you know, competitive young parenthood. Like, I can't wait for that, you know, and it's really true. Right, right. I agree.
0: All right. So you just brought up um, the consciousness concierge. And I I would love to hear more about that. But first, before you go into that, please explain to everyone what altar is, because it's so many things to so many women. I do think it's very personal to me. Altar is one thing. For someone else, it would be another. So please describe altar to everyone.
1: Yeah, I think that is the beauty and the complexity of it is like I always feel kind of like to say when that's like, give me the one soundbite. But, you know, lately I've been saying Alter is like a sacred clubhouse for Mm -hmm. evolving women. Mm -hmm. My husband teases me that it's like Kathy's Playhouse. Like I did make the space that I wanted to be in and a place where you know, women of all ages could come together to connect and to restore Mm -hmm. and to explore all kinds of things at the intersection of healing and empowerment. And, you know, I think sort of technically it's like a third space, you know, if the first space, I don't know if you've heard that term. No, I haven't. I haven't. Tell me what that is. It's like the first space is home and the second space is work it's like we all need a third space. And sometimes that third space is, you know, like cheers or a park bench or a coffee shop. Right. Right. And so altar is in some sense, right. That home away from home, it's like a gathering place and it's, it's like loosely co-working. I'm kind of moving away from that term because I think it's really a gathering space for women to come and be fully themselves and meet other interesting women. I agree. Yeah.
0: Can you describe it physically a little bit for us? Because it, it to when when somebody says workspace or ga- it you know it just sounds very vanilla, and this is anything but.
1: Yeah. So it's like a four thousand square foot multi use sacred space. Right. It is like you know we have a big open studio where we do movement and all kinds of you know we have corporate offsite events and meetings. And then there's a small cozy room that I named the womb room because that was like the coziest thing I could think of. And we have 10 moon pods in there and bamboo on the walls and you can just cozy up and, you know, meditate or just hang out in the beanbag. And there's a lounge living room because I ran a women's group out of my own living room for many, many years. And I wanted there to be a space like that at Mm altar. And, there's uh, swings and small offices and more lounging areas. And like, there's something for everyone. You want to be alone and cozy. You want to be, get a cup of tea and have a conversation. There's a kitchenette. I don't know. It, it is, I, I often say like, if there was a shower there. <laughs> <I forget laughs> and there's a labyrinth. Oh, there's a, <laughs> labyrinth. there's a labyrinth. There's a labyrinth in the, in the middle. down On the floor of the main room in masking tape. Which I love. Yes. I just have always, I said in my in my introduction, which i forgotten what I wrote, but like I do feel like I've always been like a mystic at heart, and altar is in a lot of ways a seeker's paradise. You know, there's all sorts of modalities and uh, traditions, ways of connecting with something larger than ourselves, represented, and the labyrinth is one of them for sure. I love that.
0: Okay, um, I'm going to say that the things that I love about Alter. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. that you have an open house once a month. So, describe that a little bit.
1: So, we call it Bring Your Soul to Work Day, and it is an open house where, you know, the community is invited. We are very blessed in the community to have just tons of amazing practitioners who you know, do all kinds of things from teach how to do social media well to like a sound healing. And so usually there's something kind of educational in the morning. And then we do soul collage in the middle of the day, and then something more somatic or experiential in the afternoon. And, and, you know, you can come for a little, you can come for the whole day, you can bring your laptop if you got to make a zoom meeting in the middle of the day, it's very flexible. And And it's usually a really great mix of our members and, you know, new people. And I don't know, isn't it fun? It is so fun. It is so
0: fun. And soul collage is my favorite part. So for those of you who don't know what soul
1: collage is, will you explain it to them, please? I will. So soul collage is, uh, I did not invent soul collage. Soul collage is a, say it's like a process for creative self-expression, that uses simply uses like magazine images and your intuition and imagination. And you actually make a set of five by eight inch collaged cards. And each card sort of represents an aspect of yourself or your soul. And over time, you would create a whole deck of cards that are almost like your own like Oracle deck, like, but it's your own images. It's not tarot or something. And, um, and you can use it for, I mean, the process itself is so nourishing and creative and fun, but then the cards, because they're very Jungian in nature, the whole idea is that images are the language of the soul, right? So that you can use the card to actually seek guidance and sort of tap into your inner wisdom and they're It had me at hello when I discovered it in 2007. And now I'm a teacher and I have probably 250 cards. Yes. And you were part of my 55 Women
0: Project and we photographed you with cards around you. So I'm excited to share that image with people because it's beautiful. So the things that I love about the open house are um or about altars specifically are the um ritual stations. Is that what they're called?
1: Yeah, they're so they are like ritual stations. I think that we don't really have like a specific name. Sometimes we call them that, sometimes we call them meditative moments, but they are rituals that were left over from our launch party in 2021. Okay. Yeah. And one for Free each of the elements. So yes, the one that the water one that is still in the hall is also Uh, Crowd pleaser for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun. But the water one is my favorite. There's a bowl of water and there are um, pieces of paper next to it, and you write down something that you want to release. And then you put it in the bowl of water and you start with the spoon that's next to it, and it all of a sudden vanishes. And there's just such a there's an action involved with this release of this thing that's heavy for you or whatever the release is. I don't know. I just feel it when I do it. I actually feel the release of whatever
1: has it's been heavy on me. And I love that. And I've never seen that before. I hadn't either. I've seen like burning bowls, you know, uh, but that seemed, you know, like where you would write it and then you would burn okay. it. That was dangerous. We were looking for something like safety first uh for this party, you know, for this launch. And then it and it was so great that we kept it. And I I also do it every time I go into the space. It's like what needs to just be cleared. And there is something very satisfying about watching that little piece of paper disappear magically into the water, along with fear or doubt or whatever it is that you're carrying.
0: The other thing that I love are um, all of the books that you have. And as a matter of fact, it was kind of funny when I was there the other day at the open house, one of the members had told me that Kimothy Joy had come and was, who is a beautiful um, writer and watercolorist. that mm-hmm. Yes, watercolorist. Yeah. And, um, and she had created this book and it was
1: called Wing Women, Wing Woman. Yeah, Extraordinary Wing Woman, I think.
0: I wasn't there, but you still had some of the books. So I was able to buy them. But the reminder was I was looking through your bookshelf and I saw her cards and it reminded me that, you know, Lynn had told me about that. So I, you know, immediately asked you about it. And and of course, luckily you had some books. So I was able to purchase those. But so one of the other things I love about um, Alter is the way that you support women creatives, writers, Um, when I was there, we had a woman who was, um, we were doing movement and going through what we had experienced in 2023 and what we needed to release. And then what we were going, what word was coming up for 2024. And it was all in movement and song and really rich songs like Nina Simone. And I mean, just Enya and some very beautiful songs. And it was, it was lovely because there was no right or wrong way to move, you could stay on the floor and stretch, you could twirl, whatever, and release these feelings and let 2024, the words come to you. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And it was an experience with this woman who, um, you know, obviously, that's her passion. And then we also had someone else come and do, you're going to have to remind me what the um,
1: name of it is. Oh, T-R-E. T-R-E it's like either tension or trauma, uh, releasing exercise. Yes. And
0: I had seen those before, um, you know, online, but I had never experienced it in person. And so she came and she did a very, um, brief, not super brief, but it was probably an hour long, but it wasn't a full session because she's coming back in January to present a full session to anyone who wants to participate. And so we got to experience that. And first I, I, like I said, I I'm aware of it. I've done it, but there were women in the room who were completely transformed by it because they had never even heard about it before, which is releasing trauma from your body by shaking, which is, sort of like a very basic way to describe it. It's much more involved than that, obviously, but that was very cool. And then later in the day, which I didn't get to participate in, but there was a woman who was going to be presenting um, Beyond Menopause book. Mm -hmm. And um, what I love is that you are spotlighting these women who are sharing their passions, supporting their businesses and passions and sharing them with the world of women that, you know, and I just think that's such a lovely, lovely thing to do. And I I know I appreciate it. And I know all the other women do.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Sometimes I describe Alter as a community of exchange, you know, and I really think that's what it is. It's like, I love that women are, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to share what we're passionate about, whether it's our professional thing or just something, you know, we have discovered and love and want to share. And also like the women who are sort of professional teachers, they get to also come and experience something new and be the student, you know, be the receiver. It's like that infinity loop of what women do so naturally and beautifully. Like when they know something, whether it's like a cool, a new TV show or a book or whatever, like they just, they want everyone to know and they share. And that's how, a big part of how altar has been growing is just from women like you being like, Hey, I love this. People should know about it.
0: One of my um, goals or intentions in 2024 is to come to every open house, but bring a new woman with me. And um, you know, I'm in the burbs. So about an hour away, it doesn't matter to me because I feel like a day altar is such a gift. Truly. I just mm-hmm. feel so gifted because The other thing that I love about it is the connections I make with other women. You know, a lot of time they don't have anything to do with let's exchange cards and I'm going to hire you. It's not about that. There are ways to connect um, on other levels and help women in other ways. And I don't know, just feel that, that connection that is
1: really hard to find right now in the world, I think i have always been a little bit allergic to sort of like traditional networking things, but there is something very organic about the way that the connections happen. And I hear that a lot, that women have just like, just having a conversation, they land on some way in which they can help each other grow their business. Or, you know, I just introduced two members who are both going to be moving to San Diego oh, the other wait. day. okay. Like I'm so excited for them to meet each other and they just had never crossed paths, so it's the organic nature of the way that that happens while you're sort of we're enjoying the other thing I hear a lot is like when it's sometimes it's a little hard for us, especially post pandemic, I think to kind of like get out of the house right. and like go do the things, even though we want to do them. The nice thing about the open house is if you can carve out the day, give yourself a day to do whatever it is you need to do. And it's so nourishing and we are actually committing i am not a very um structured organized person but i'm committing to setting the entire all the dates for 2024 oh, so that people like you who really kind of have to plan right. and make the thing uh can know and really you know try to, to make it easier for people to come and experience the space I and love just that. really that's fantastic Yeah. yeah. Do you want
0: to talk? Let's talk a little bit about the memberships or, you know, how that's working right now. Or is that changing in 2024?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it is changing. You know, it's funny, like because we launched right. We were supposed to open March 18th of 2020. Uh, And so, like, it has been such a journey. And a lot of it was like I just like made made stuff up during the pandemic. Imagining how people would want to gather when we could, and so the membership in some ways is just needed to keep evolving. I, I do feel like twenty twenty four. My intentions are to right. really lean into membership and and enhancing the sense of like alter as a membership community and a place where that interaction and and a lot more informal. Like I love the open house and like there's classes and there's things, but just more opportunities to just like hang out with each other. Or like one of the things I'm dying to do is um like a moon pod movie night, you know, just some, some ways where, you know, you know, it's happening and you could uh weave it in. So, but anyway, so the members at the moment, we have two, two membership levels. The way I describe it is like our connect level is like a la carte, right. you know, it's $33 a month. And you get several free gatherings and access to the space and then a discount on all the programming. So it's like you can do as much or as little as you want, but you basically get uh, one day a month free in the space. Right. And I do a women's circle on Zoom first Tuesday of the month called Tend Your Soul and,
0: oh, I love
1: that. and Soul Collage. And, and uh, we're actually going to be adding a lot more of these kind of, you know, member benefits, member connection opportunities. Right. And then the sustain level is uh, 222 a month, I think. And that's more of like the all you can eat. Like right, right. you want access to the space, you want your own code, come and go as you please. You know, we, uh, I think are going to be, we're just going to be adding more value, I feel like to the membership. Okay. It's not, we haven't, it's been a lot to figure well, out. Right,
0: it evolves. I mean, you start at one place, and then you go, okay, that's working, but we need to tweak this. I think that's true of anything, even products. It's you know, how many iPhones do we have? And you have to also tap into. I'm sure what the members are, what's resonating with the memberships, right? I yeah.
1: I want it to be a place where you can explore all these different modalities, right? Like I'm very curious. I kind of view it. I'm a curator at heart and this like curated buffet of things to try, but I, I don't ever want it to seem too out there. okay? You know, like that's my own stuff, but, um, and, and I think we started calling it like, a co-working space but i right. think we've sort of graduated like it isn't that oh. it just isn't that people you can come there and work sure. and it's a wonderful place to like work but the whole notion was that it's very like fluid like as women you can move throughout your day fluidly from one thing to the next you could you know, make a soul collage card. You could get a little work done. You could have some tea and a conversation, and and the space is just intentionally designed as a sanctuary right. to, to do whatever you need to do. And like co-working just does not do it justice. No, and it all. All. close. So we're that's a big thing. We're kind of just walking away from and leaning into what we really are. And we've certainly gotten the feedback from women that like they love what we are. So like, let's own it. Yeah, so I'm trying to. Step in. (laughs) And then the other thing is you do rent the space out. So tell me a little bit about that. How does that work? So it's an unbelievable event space. And my favorite thing to do, honestly, is to curate for organizations, whether it's like a corporate team that wants to have an offsite where they'll maybe do some of the work that they're doing. But then also like I do soul collage with teams a lot or, you know, I have a whole like stable of practitioners. So I really like matching You know, they do an afternoon sound healing or a human design workshop or whatever it is. So we do that a lot with with companies. And I mean, it's kind of amazing. We've had like the Four Seasons and IBM and Simply Be Agency and, you know, uh, not-for-profits. But we also do, the other thing I love to do is like milestone celebrations. Yeah, I'd love to do more of that in 2024. Like women who are celebrating, whether it's a big birthday or like, you know, empty nesting. Like 60. <laughs> like 50. Like 50. Like, or, or having a baby, you know, like a blessing way. Like, just I would love to sort of help curate those sort of meaningful experiences. I think that's another thing that's happening is like people don't really want to go necessarily out drinking or like, I don't know. They want meaningful social interaction, right. meaningful ways to celebrate. And I feel like the space is ideal for that. So we're doing more and more. And that's, that's like financially, that's really what helps us of is to course. be able to do that. But, but I've been pleasantly surprised at how uh, like aligned the organizations are. So it's like a win-win. Right. And I will speak as a photographer. I have used your space to photograph in one of my
0: other clients. Um, we photographed in there, Sophia actually, and, um, it's a beautiful space to photograph in. So for photographers out there, you, um, might consider reaching out to Kathy and asking her about that opportunity because it's beautiful. There's so much light, Mm -hmm. these giant windows and it just, yeah, it's gorgeous in there.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know the other thing we did have one. We had a production company rented out to shoot um commercial, like a video commercial kind mm-hmm. of not a commercial commercial and that I think yeah, I'd love more of that. You know, it's like it's really and there's so many don't you think? Like so many moments, so many little like spaces and yes, beautiful moments. Secret
0: to hidden areas.
1: I mean, even the
0: bathroom was gorgeous. The <laughs> um, Artwork that's in one of the restrooms, which is so funny because when you walk in the restroom, it says, whatever, not girl, not boy. <laughs> it's like, whatever, just wash your hands. <laughs> <Yeah. But> there's <laughs> a sign. Um, I mean, there's a, a piece of artwork that I love. And I'm probably not going to say this correctly. May I be to myself as I become myself. I think that's
1: I think that's what it is. Do you know Kim Kranz? I started following her as soon as I saw that piece of art. So Kim, right, and she does these amazing yes. tarot decks. And that was like a poster that came with one of the decks I ordered, and I immediately I just love that. It's every time I see it. I know I, know I use I know. it in my journaling, and I feel like you know, in a way, that is like encapsulates altar too, right? About becoming and growing, but also unlearning so many of the ways that we as women are right, unkind and harsh and and sort of abandon ourselves in the process of trying to fit in and right,
0: critical. Yeah. Okay, let's go back for a minute to the consciousness concierge. I want you to explain that because I love that um, turn of phrase, but I want to hear you explain it, please
1: yeah so I didn't again, like I didn't make that up my friend Laura Berman, actually, we were in a women's circle together, and it's just something that I kind of do naturally for myself. I just am very um I don't know, I just take in a lot of inspirational material poems, and i don't I don't know, I'm always reading and and learning, and then one of my great joys will be in a conversation and and I'll be like, oh. Leslie, I just read this book and yes. I can give you that. Like, here's a poem that exactly expresses what you're talking about. And and so this sort of concierging around things that had to do with conscious growth and development. And Laura like, just kind of like said that one day. She's a sex therapist. And so she's asking me, do I have any resources for her? And so I started sending her stuff. And I said, am I sending you too much? And she said, no, you're my... So what did she say? You're my soul concierge. No, you're my consciousness concierge. And it really stopped because I, it, it, it's like a funny turn of phrase, but it it does describe what I do. And then alter kind of writ large is like concierging all of these opportunities for growth and development and, and expansiveness. And it's just my total joy.
0: All right. Well, you go back
1: for a minute and just tell us
0: how Alter came about, because we didn't really talk about that yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It has like a series of origin stories, like all the way back uh, in 2005, after I, uh, I had breast cancer when I was 38. And, uh, I was sort of like on the other side of that. I knew I didn't want to go back to corporate. I had a friend who at that was a life coach, which was sort of something I'd never heard of, but I thought, Oh, I think I'm actually a life coach. Like, I think that is the role I play in the lives of the people I know. Right. So anyway, she offered to like coach me for a while. So maybe I could figure out what I wanted to do next and also see if maybe I wanted to train to be a coach. And one of the exercises was imagine yourself 10 years in the future. Okay you wake up in the morning. Where are you? What are you doing? What do you see? What's your work? What's your family? And 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 I just like wrote and wrote and wrote. And uh, at that point in time, I was like, I had two young kids. I was like not working. I was very confused about what was ahead. And I had the most clear vision of like, I am part of this women's center. And it was like alternative healing. And I wrote like, we're on the cutting edge and it's everything from quantum physics to like, I listed all these things. And I was like, but we're not quacks. We're like the real deal. Like it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for me, Mm -hmm. but it's like this diverse team of women of all ages. And like, it was just like a very clear vision. And then I finished and I thought, well, one, I have no qualifications to do this, but I'm like a seeker myself. And two, I'm obviously going to have to move to California because like no one in Chicago in 2005 was interested in that from what I could tell, right? right. I was still very like closeted in my spiritualness, And so I put it in a drawer and I didn't look at it again until 2012 wow. when I met five other women, all of whom were like, we need a center in Chicago because Transitions Book Place had closed. I don't know if you remember Transitions. We were all missing it. Anyway we gathered a bunch of people. We made the vision board that's still in the altar space. We were six visionaries and no doers. And so we had this amazing vision. We would have these amazing meetings and then like nothing would happen in between. And we'd come back together again and we'd have this amazing... Anyway, I was sort of the keeper of that vision as it fell apart. And I tried multiple different iterations of the center for like 10 years, including starting a women's circle in my living room and deciding, you know what, maybe I don't need a center. And then I uh, went to to seminary because I'm interested in all the different wisdom traditions, a kind of a mystical training. And in the process of that for an assignment, I had to, anyway, it's a longer story, but I kind of like got a vision, like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take my my Lyft Circle, which is my women's group, out of my living room and into a space of its own. And that I wrote about it. And then a couple of hours later, my really dear friend Heidi Bailey called and said, "I have a weird question for you. Have you ever thought about taking Lyft out of your living room and into a space of its own?" Because I just walked by an empty Starbucks and got a hit that like you're going to do that, and I'm going to help you. And then that was January of 2019, and it was like the whole idea just got reborn. And then it became Alter, and I. the space in January of 2020 and then there was a pandemic and here we are (laughs) wait so
0: oh my god that's beautiful how did you manage through the pandemic
1: well so that's another amazing I feel like I don't know why I feel like I want to center right like it's just been in me like I it's like a calling it's like I feel like I it's heart wisdom Right. Like forces want Alter to exist. And I was like, okay, I'll make it. I feel compelled. But then there's just been all this sort of support. And one of the kind of magical things that happened is that, um, like before Alter, in the years upcoming, I had an uncle who didn't never had any children and, and I didn't know, but me and my siblings were like the residual beneficiary. So after they paid everyone else, like whatever was left went to me and my siblings. Okay. So I inherited this like pot, little pot of money that I set aside to finally create the center because one of the issues was like, we could never get funding and blah, blah, blah. So I had this money. I'm like, I'm doing it. And so I rented the space and I was like, I don't to take like three months to have revenue. Like I'm good. And then the pandemic happened. But because I had this like chunk of money I was and my landlord was incredibly generous and like lots of good things happened, but I was able to kind of weather the storm because I had that nest egg, and um I feel incredibly grateful because I wouldn't have been able to do it, and we're slowly like working out into sustainability <laughs> well, and going back to
0: memberships again, I feel like I've been impressing upon. The um, brick and mortar for sure, small businesses that I know to um, create memberships, subscriptions, fan clubs, whatever, to continue business because business is very difficult right now. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a brick and mortar, if it's a service, whatever, you know, people are hanging on to their money. But we want local businesses and you know organizations to survive. We have to support them in ways. So I've seen recently three businesses I know just locally here come up with a subscription program or a membership program, Fan Club, for 2024 for as little as $19 a month. Who wouldn't support a business for $19 a month? I mean, there was one that I didn't even read, frankly, what I was getting because I didn't care. I was like, okay, I love this business. I want to see it continue. This wasn't a make or break for her certainly, but it it gives you a safety net if nothing else. And additionally, there's a um, writer, Emily M and Friends. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that card company. Emily, yes. I can't think of her name right now, but she owned that company. She's since left it. And she's been writing. She started um, blogging and writing and at first it was for everyone and then she decided to do sort of Patreon account where you pay, I think okay. it was fifty dollars for the year, and you're in this special group. And again, I didn't even read it. I love her work. I'm just thinking, I want this artist to survive. I know she's not starving, yeah. but I want her to survive and I want her to feel supported. So I think memberships are brilliant. Brilliant. And I think having memberships at different t- tiers is very smart because not everybody can drop whatever $300 at the beginning of the year for a year or whatever it is.
1: Right. So yeah, I think that is very, very smart of you. I love that. Well, and I, and I do feel like we're really leaning in to exactly like just less of a focus on sort of fee for service, which is not at right. really what no. we're about anyway. Um, and more about do you want a place like Altar to exist? Right, exactly. Believe in the mission and then you want to come and play and use it and whatever? Amazing. Right. But we had, you know, right, lots of people at a relatively low level, each individual person, like it would really go a long way. And that's what we're trying to, you know, kind of like just be really transparent about the message that like we've created something beautiful and it's really not about whether you come every day. It's about do you want to exist and be here when you do want to come or when other you know, to make it possible for other women to come. And so yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I it's kind of the direction we're headed. Good.
0: Good. I love hearing that. I will definitely be a member this year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And go to all open houses and bring friends. <laughs> I love it. I, I have to say, the other really fun thing that happened at the open house was several different women who I didn't know. Right, it stopped being just like Kathy's friends, but um, who were like three different people told me I needed to come here. Four different people told me I needed to come here. Like it's hitting the people who belong, right, and they're telling their people. So right, it's fun. right. The
0: other thing that I love about it is so you have. I know this is sort of a side, silly thing, but. You have a refrigerator there, so you can bring food if you want to bring your own food. But then you also have these lovely places to eat locally. And there's one that I went to, which I cannot remember the name of, but it's a Turkish coffee house.
1: Oh, Aromo? Right under the L? Yeah, Aromo Cafe. Aromo. Okay.
0: Amazing food.
1: Layla is the owner, and she, all the altar members get 20% off, but it's just organic, delicious, made with love. I
0: brought a friend, my friend, Linda, and we had beet hummus. Mm -hmm. I I said, is there any chickpeas in it? It's, completely beat it's the most amazing thing i've ever tasted and they kind of described what was in it there there were some chickpeas but it was so beautifully plated and then they have books that you can take if you know as long as you return them and they have lovely coffee and desserts we had soup it was just it was a lovely experience and then you walk back and finish your day at altar i mean it's just yeah that was just part of the beautiful experience yeah
1: it is like a little love affair we have with each other. <laughs>
0: I know because when I was in there, she was saying the same about, about you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, it was really fun to find them right away and, and then support another women's business and all the things. Yeah. How
0: do you find the women who, for instance, the woman who was doing the Beyond Men- Menopause book talk, how do you find the women who are coming to share their um, creations, their experiences,
1: their passions? Where do you find these women? That is one of the like small miracles of Alter. On the one hand, I think I, because of my women's circle and just who I am, I, like I do a lot of I try a lot of modalities myself. So I do have a pretty wide network of people in the sort of healing, self-growth space, but they find me. That is the answer. Like I get emails from women all the time. Like, hey, I do TRE, you know, I heard about Alter. I would love to, you know, come and offer something to your community. And the beautiful thing of having the open houses is, I have like a place to slot them in to mm-hmm. say, "Hey, okay, we do this free thing. Come in and and share it with the community, and then you can offer a paid workshop." But you can introduce it, and we can feel if we are a good match for each other. And so it's been this that has been the easiest part okay, of the whole thing: the constant flow of. You know, women doing interesting things right. <laughs> and wanting and being so generous and willing to share. Right. So I love that, and uh, yeah, we're always open to to being the conduit for that exchange. Okay. I, and I came to.
0: I also went to an event at night. It was a book talk. For the life of me, I cannot remember. But how do you create those programs? differentiate from what you're doing at the open house. Like that, that was more of a program. I signed up, I registered.
1: Yeah. So we've been doing again, like, you know, it's funny. We, we get a lot of requests from oh, people who teach things, you know, or who, when, and I always am trying to like, when women are doing book launches like Kimothy and I honestly, I don't remember if it was Rebecca Sive or who you attended, but you know, I, I'm always love to do that uh, and support them. And those are like paid Programs and we, you know, sometimes we'll host the registration on our website, or people do it on Eventbrite. But um, we offer so many programs, right? There are new
0: moon, uh, yeah, events, and so there. It's sort of a variety of a
1: little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. I mean, that is definitely part of my. I, I think in 2024, one of the ways that we're going to make space in a way to focus more on really enhancing the member community and just a sense of belonging is to to shift a little bit of our focus more toward programming that's included in your membership that's accessible and free. And we'll obviously still have paid programming, but the schedule has been like kind of insane. Right. And almost too many choices is some of the feedback that I've gotten. So um I really believe in like a the buffet of options. (laughs) Like I don't have a point of view. I don't about, I don't, I can tell you what, what has worked for me, what I have found transformative or, you know, expansive, but I love to be kind of the, like, Hey, have you heard of TRE? Have you heard of sound healing? Like try it out, taste it. You like it. Great. Have another helping. If you don't taste something else, you know, we don't have an agenda around, you know, a curriculum or anything. And it is very driven by, you know, women who want to share what they know. I don't go out and find people. Although I will say one of the things I am most excited about for 2024 is on April 6th, Elizabeth Lesser is okay to alter. Do you know Elizabeth Lesser? I, I might. I, the name doesn't ring a bell. Okay. So she's written a lot of books, but she wrote a book called Broken Open. Okay. That uh, came out just as I was, so it's probably twenty years ago. Just as I was being diagnosed, she was the founder of Omega Institute in um, New York, okay. the like spiritual center. She's like an amazing author, leader. She, um, for my fortieth birthday, I made my sister and my mom, who are not seekers, go with me to New York to the Omega, like Women in Power conference in New York City for three days. And oh. it was like Eve Ensler, and Jane Fonda, and, and it was all put on by Elizabeth Lesser. And I'm kind of like a fangirl in the fact that she is going to be coming to Alter oh. to do a talk on her most recent book, which is called Cassandra Speaks. Okay, And it's all about like, if women told the story, like yes. how different history would be. So It's very aligned with everything we're doing. So I hope to do more of those kind of like educational, bring in thought leaders and, you know, women writers and poets and just stir it up in 2024. So
0: Don't you think it's interesting, you know, you had this sort of girl crush on her and now she's coming to you. I've, that was sort of what happened to me with the 55 women. There were a lot of women who, um, you know, I had girl crushes on and I thought, I don't know if they're going to be a part of the of this program, but you know what I did? I asked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's the big thing is that we get so intimidated sometimes by, or I'll just speak for myself by other people's persona. And they're just people, they're just women and they want to share their message and you have a beautiful space. So I feel like anyone who's on your top 10 list, top five list, I would go after and you will be surprised. I know they will say yes. You'll have to have a two day um, session because you won't be able to fit. I mean, Alter's huge, but you won't be able to fit everybody in there.
1: <laughs> I really, I want to have a conference like called like Women Changing the World, and just invite all the interesting, you know, and do it. There's a lot of women changing the world. We yes. could do it a later. But it's funny. I was in a in a like a workshop uh, in in the beginning of October, and one of the exercises we had to do was like imagine like a dream that you have and you had to like in this little circle speak about it. It was called future tripping. I think and it was like, you had to speak about it as if it had already happened. Okay. Okay. And so people were like, I want to be on Oprah or like, what's your big dream? And mine was like, I'm like the hugest nerd fan of we can do hard things, the podcast. And I'm like, I want Glennon and Abby and sister to come to (laughs) Alta. That's my high dream. (laughs) We'll see. I, 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 maybe I'll invite them. Maybe if they ever go on tour, they'll I love come by. That. I love that.
0: Yes. Yeah, speak it, say it out loud. It'll happen. Definitely. And just ask. Yeah. I'm serious. Years ago, the Glennon story I have is somehow I found her, read her book immediately, Googled her and realized she was going to be at the Rosemont theater or somewhere locally. And yeah. I had no one to go with. And I thought, wow, this is a really good example of me not surrounding myself with women who are like-minded. So mm-hmm. I went by myself. Yes. There were women there, all in crowds of other women. <laughs> I didn't care. She. This is quite a while ago when she did, I think, her first book tour. And, um, you know, it was life-changing and beautiful. But it also gave me the realization that I had lots of friends. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you are on the same page with those friends. They can be your friends, but you might not have the same way that you look at things, be possibly as open-minded maybe about that kind of experience. And um, it really taught me a lesson about who I surround myself with. And again, not that I'm not friends with those people, but I have to have a group that I would say, hey, would you like to go for the day to alter? And
1: they say, yes, (laughs) those are the people that I need to surround myself with. I love that. I mean, I love everything about that, that you went by yourself, that you had that r- realization. But it makes me realize like that is part of the intention of Alter is like those women are at Alter. Right. And Alter is such a safe, welcoming, intentional space that you could come alone. Yes. Come alone to the yeah. open house and you would feel like you found. It wouldn't be alone. They're not like social friends necessarily. They could be, but it's like those sort of friends of the heart, or friends of the soul, or and of all different ages. And there's something so it feels hard to like you're saying, like you can't just go find those people yeah. necessarily. But I, I do think that's part of the magic is is it has that feeling. The women. It doesn't matter. It's just not about any of the social structures that we sometimes get stuck in. Right, and
0: even physically. We end up in a circle, even though no one says, let's make a circle. We always Mm -hmm. end up in a circle, whether it's a circle around the table, it's a circle on the floor, we circle, and then there is sharing. There's always sharing. So you're right. I would go to altar by myself, certainly, and meet people right away because no one is left standing by themselves at altar. You connect with people, you connect with other women, um, and it's very easy and organic to do. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. I before we end our conversation, I have to ask you um, that question that um, that I was asking all the women. I thought
1: was so interesting. What would people be surprised to learn about you? I mean, the thing I I always say because it does surprise people. But I am a total like sci-fi nerd, and I especially am like a Star Trek Next Generation. Star Wars fan from way back. I love that. I don't know why that seems incongruous to people, but um, (laughs) I am like a little, it's like, uh, I'm a sci-fi
0: nerd. It doesn't seem to me that it doesn't fit because it's otherworldly. True, that is right. I mean, you know, that's thinking way outside the box and the possibility of all of that, that probably was the seed in the beginning
1: that started all this questioning and seeking. It's true. Like when I saw Star Wars in 19, whenever it yeah. was, you know, 79, whatever year, 78, it was like, I remember thinking very clear, being like the force that I know that's how it is. Like, I believe that or whatever. It was like, I was just enchanted with the whole metaphysics kind of of it. That's really where I started. But then I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, like, <laughs> Time was my favorite book. I'm just like, yeah, I like outer space. I love that I love that. Thank you for sharing. All right this is what I want you to
0: share with everybody else. Let them know how we find you, what is the best way to find Alter, get involved in the programs, etc.
1: Yes so you can find us. Our website is altercommunity.com altAR
0: A-R-A. Alter
1: and at Alter community on Instagram. You can sign up on our website. You can sign up. We send out a newsletter like every right. week, like here's what's happening at Altar. And I send a consciousness concierge, kind of my favorite thing. So yeah, that's like get on the list and then come to an open house. I think is probably the best way to just feel the people in the space and love to have. You. I agree. Kathy, thank you so much for
0: being here. What I am so incredibly grateful for you participating in my podcast and um, being part of my 55 women project. And I am so excited to see what happens in 2024 with you and Alter. And I can't wait to celebrate your 60th.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Thank you. I feel so grateful that our paths crossed and you thought to ask me and, It's just been a delight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found this episode inspiring as well as entertaining. If you want more out-of-the-box wisdom from boots-on-the-ground creative brave women like this one, subscribe to Her Story So Far podcast wherever you listen, and please share this link with anyone who needs some inspiration. To receive more wisdom in your inbox, sign up for my weekly letter at Whiteheadphotography.com. Her Story So Far podcast is produced in conjunction with mad talented executive producer K.O. Myers at Particulate Media. Thank you to all my beautiful, bold guests. Without them, there would be no show. Until next time, get out there and make yourself visible to the world. We need you and your creation. If no one has told you today, you are beautiful.